0: morning, Ryan. Good morning, James. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Episode four, great financial sense podcast. Yep. Four episodes, huh? Four episodes in. That's something. 2020s come and gone. Yep.
1: 2020 come and gone. And one of the important things is being safe out there. Right. We are six feet apart yep. and we did wear masks into the uh, establishment
0: here. You get to see us this month. So, yeah, so you get to see uh, behind the curtain. Yep. You know, this is our timer. Those yep. of you that know us, you know, we don't, uh, you know, sit on our phones all day, but we got a timer for us. And that's for right. Like eight topics. And that's right. But no, this is this has really been
1: fun, and I think this uh, episode four is monumental from the perspective of it's really going to be a nice summary mm-hmm. of what we saw in 2020. Right. You know, what we're trying to accomplish with this podcast is getting our morning conversations that James and I typically mm-hmm. have out in front of our audience. And it's just, it's so important because there's a lot of good meat to what we're talking about daily. Right. And
0: yeah, we always talked about, we want to get it in front of them. Yeah. Well, now we're... Here we are. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope you enjoy the uh, the video component of this. And we, we hope to make this a staple in the podcast. So first topic, I know 2020, you know, is come and gone now. Oh my gosh. But it was full of a lot of things. Yes. Um, and it kind of started out with a bull market. So if we look at, how it went bull bear bull, yeah. BBB bull
1: bear bull. Um, interesting. Walked into 2020, um, momentum from uh carryover bull market was, was great, and you know, who could have forecast that? Uh, pandemic, right. would have taken right. us right down into a bear market. Um, but, you know, we were able to pull out of that bear market and actually begin in on a new bull market. Now, one thing that I really want to, dwell, you know, focus on, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'd say, and this is a lot of conversation that I was having with clients, and I'm sure you were too, James. When you looked at the the um, ferocious decline mm-hmm. that we saw in the markets, that often gives an indication of the way you'll come out. So uh, back when I was playing hockey growing up, we used to say the angle into the boards is the angle out of the boards. If you're throwing the puck into the boards to hit your uh, teammate. And so I think that we can take that concept and apply it to the market and kind of say, the angle in is often the angle out. So we saw a ferocious downturn, but we saw another, just a ferocious move higher. And really, we were back to to even in a matter of months yeah. when it comes to the market.
0: Both of us have been doing this for basically 20 years. Yeah. Neither of us have had a pandemic. No. So, you know, no. we're glad you stuck Many pandemics along the way. Uh, I mean, it's just been uh, really a... Quite a year, though. So, to kind of carry on with that bull versus bull, bear, bull. You know, if we look at the economy and the stock market in 2020. Yep. You know. Yeah. What, what do we think about
1: that? <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> right. I, you know, and I hate to laugh because it's it's the reality of economic struggles on Main Street. I mean, these are our brothers and sisters struggling, you know, whether it's unemployment, um, are you going to make rent? And then you've got the stock market hitting all time highs, you know, millionaires becoming billionaires. And and it's kind of like this disparity. But, you know, there is a difference between Main Street and Wall Street and quite frankly, bull markets are typically born out of recessionary environments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, when you look at the stock market, it's called a discounting mechanism. It's trying to price in a future environment into today's, into today's you know, um, economic environment. So what you're looking at is, depending on what study you want to kind of uh, dive into, the market's trying to look out six months right. and, and price what six months environment would be into today. right? So that's where you get that deviation. And in times of extreme pressure, it might look very polarized. Right. But again, the market's just forward-looking. And I'll tell you, it's hard to take the market down. Yeah. It really is. And I think 2020 showed us that.
0: Well, I think that it's hard to take it down when the Federal Reserve and Congress yeah. go big like they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think that uh, we could call this, um, the Fed and Congress pulled out a bazooka in 2020. <laughs> and you know, I'll... Hey, I've spent a lot of time in textbooks uh, over yeah. the years and just studying, studying, studying. And one of the things that I think uh, history would tell you about stimulative measures, whether it's uh, monetary policy, the Fed, setting interest rates, um, you know, money supply, or fiscal stimulative measures that are going to be like government spending and taxes and things like that. One of the things that we've learned through history is that the, the bigger you go, And the faster you do it, the shorter the time period of economic and market hardship, capital Mm -hmm. market hardship. Um, You know, quite frankly, the Great Depression really was only going to be a recession, but we raised rates going into the recession to keep the banks capitalized. Well, the raising rates, that was a drag on the economy, you know, limited the money supply, and all of a sudden we've got a big problem. This, so luckily, we've learned from lessons of the past, mm-hmm. and this
0: time I think we got it pretty good. Right, and I'm, um, you know, and it was, uh, it was, it was big when it happened, yeah. and uh, we've seen yeah. the yeah. as it's kind of continued on
1: that, and you know, just again, everyone getting together on the COVID vaccine right. was huge too. Right. So uh, not not quite the um,
0: proverbial bazooka there that I'm I'm speaking to, but that oh. was a big. Deal. Not looking as much, we'll say big picture with the reserve and Congress, but if we kind of go back down into the market itself and look at value versus growth.
1: Yeah. You know, well, and, a- and, 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 you know, it's amazing because I'm finding not my clients, but people are, are reaching out to me saying, you know, I see the market going up, but my portfolio is not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my clients are going, no, we, we're, we're looking good. This right. is great. It's like, how can that be the case? Yeah. Well, I mean, not all stocks are created equal. Mm-hmm. And and this is a true tale of value stocks versus growth stocks. You know, value stocks are going to be those, um, you know, old uh, dividend paying type stocks. You know, maybe they don't have a tremendous amount of revenue growth. They really need economic momentum to drive their prices higher. Mm-hmm. OK, that's going to be your value stocks. Well, when the economy is closed, kind of hard for that to, to right. work, Right. right your tech stocks your um, you know re- high revenue growth type of uh, business is they're called growth companies. And quite frankly, you don't need an economy to be open when you have organic growth uh, really uh, bursting at the seams. Yeah. And so, again, this is just – it's not like just own any type of stock. You had to own the right type of stock in 2020. And it's a testament to advanced capital that we were able to stay right on that. And you know, even through all the volatility yeah. – I, I'm just looking in the rearview mirror. You get a 2020 uh, vision, right? We did very well with our movement. Yeah, we did very well with our movement.
0: Well, and as much as we enjoyed 2020, yeah. you know, it's nice to look ahead now. Yeah. So as we look ahead, what do we see in that post-pandemic recovery? You know, I know I, my clients have said that a lot. What's that going to look like? Yeah. You know, what do we think? Right. Hey.
1: If the economy starts to open up, perhaps that rotation that you would expect into some of those value stocks that have not seen a movement upward in price. And and you are starting to see some of that Mm -hmm. um, currently just with this idea of reopening and whatnot, reflationary trade. Mm -hmm. So I think that when you look into the post-pandemic economy, there's going to be one that's open. And with that open economy, certain things are going to do better than others. So, um, you know, I think look for a rotation in uh, what's working from a a market perspective. Mm -hmm. Also look for a tremendous amount of headlines and there'll be volatility along the way. I mean, that's the thing. Our 24 hour news cycle and, you know, it used to be you had to wait for the Wall Street Journal to show up at your doorstep (laughs) to understand what the markets did the, the day prior. Now it's just instant information. I feel like that, you get opinions before you get the facts. There you go. <laughs> you know? And so. so it just drives tremendous volatility. So I think
0: that, uh, you know, we'll definitely see all of that. And some of those specific topics heading into 2021, you know, one of them is the U.S. dollar. Yeah. And how's that going to move?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a lot of questions about the U.S. dollar, and keep in mind that the U.S. dollar over the last four, eh, four years, three years, basically has been has been strengthening. Actually, um, you know, policies were kind of tailored to make a strong dollar. You know, focus on uh, inward uh, economics and things like that, mercantilism type of approach that strengthened the dollar, and you're starting to see that uh, the dollar weaken. And the reason the dollar weakens is because, you know, the dollar is backed, quite frankly, by the U.S. military, okay? So when you look at that, you've got to look at the U.S.'s credit rating. Mm -hmm. And if the U.S. is perceived as running a bigger deficit, you're going to see our credit rating, the strength of our currency, start to erode. Here's the thing, though. We spend dollars, here in the US. So it, it's somewhat relative to us. Um, when you look at it from the perspective of, you know, in a global stage, yeah, if you're traveling all over the world, that's going to be challenging. But keep this in mind when the dollar is weak, the stock market tends to do better. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because a stock is an alternative to a dollar, right? right? So, we, it probably, in my opinion, the best hedge against a weak dollar is To own stocks. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, and if we look at those stocks that we do own for our clients and that we're always researching and trying to figure out what we're going to do for them, there's a lot of things that can start to affect that. One of them could be raising taxes, possible raising interest rates in 2021. James, are you trying to take this down a political road? (laughs) Never. All
1: right. All right.
0: Good. (laughs) Absolutely not. Good. We know there's no rule. There's (laughs)
1: rules against these things. So, but no, truly, when you look at, um, let's just face it let's talk about a little bit of uh, political skew here. If you look at the incoming administration's agenda um, there there probably are some higher taxes that mm-hmm. we have to deal with uh, you know into the future. but I think and I have faith that uh, taxes won't necessarily be raised until we have a, a bit of uh, a hold on the economic recovery and also I believe that you know remember what I said fiscal stimulative, and contractionary measures are going to be government spending and taxes. So if the government spends more, that's going to pump more money into the economy. And then if they raise taxes, that's going to pull money from the economy. Perhaps we have a net neutral yeah. impact. Um, yet again, the headlines will drive the volatility. But at the end of the day, we're not uh, investing for tomorrow. We're investing for 20 years. Yeah. So um, I, I think we just have to, again, get the
0: big picture themes right and we'll be okay. Right. And if talking about those headlines, one we'll see right away in January is kind of one of those old adages, old yeah. sayings, as January goes, the market goes. Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> I think 2020 has shown us that <laughs> sayings are, are not worth much. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, it's, it's one of those where... I don't – sure, history would show that there's some correlation to January mm-hmm. and, and how the, the market would go. But at the end of the day, I, I don't – we don't dwell on it. Right. We don't dwell on it. I think that um, – let's face it. The market's probably due for a bit of a, a pullback, mm-hmm. and it would be healthy. It would be therapeutic. It would be needed. It would create opportunity. And when you look at the big picture, now I'll do – I'll give you a Warren Buffett quote. Mm-hmm interest rates work like gravity to the stock market. So let's just focus on, okay, interest rates being low, that's typically a good thing from that big picture, what really matters. So let's not say as uh, January goes, I think we need to look at the big picture and say, as the big picture goes, the market will go. Right. And so uh, I think we're looking all right. Probably expect a little bit of volatility here on the fr- front half of uh, 2021, but uh, you
0: know, hoping we finish the year higher. Yeah. And we'll be back with you know, episode five. Yeah, can't wait. In January yep. to kind of and, go over some of those things. And we'll so. be able to uh, to see everyone again. That's right. Yeah, that's well, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. It's always good, taking that morning conversation we have, bringing yep. it out to here. Hey, 2021, yep. here we come. Looking forward to it. Thanks.